0: Of our first show, I would like to share a little bit about myself. I'm a management consultant, an entrepreneur, author of two books, uh, and a motivational speaker. I personally have overcome a tremendous amount of obstacles, emotional setbacks, and adverse circumstances. Sometimes these cha- challenges came in in a multitude from all direction at once. I was devastated, heartbroken, hurt, and not to mention confused. I found the inner strength and the courage to overcome and move on. I dedicate that to the values I grew up with. In my growing up years, the most important of all that in my view is the respect for all human beings. Despite our differences, we are here to live our purpose. These challenges make us stronger and seek our purpose, overcome them, overcome our challenges and grow. My own journey took me through a turbulent ride. I had multiple situations where I felt no hope. I was discouraged and devastated. I faced so much criticism, was belittled. Before I knew I became my own fierce critic, yet I never gave up. I raised two children, continued my professional growth, uh, became successful in my IT profession, wrote a couple of books, became an entrepreneur, and now here I am. Having to deal with uh, plentiful adverse circumstances, I had always tried to bring the best out of people around me. I always made them feel a valuable contributor to the team. I always wanted to do it in a bigger way, hence this show despite the challenges. Today, I introduce you to my first guest, Amy Gerber. Amy is an amazing and accomplished young woman. Despite her challenges, she has an inspirational story to tell us. Amy, welcome to the show.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: You're very welcome. Tell us about you.
1: Um, I'm 27 years old. Um, I was born with neverline myopathy, which is a type of muscular dystrophy. Um, I currently, work for NJID, and I also am going to graduate school for my master's degree in social work.
0: Wonderful. Um, I just want to tell my viewers, I met Amy uh, first time. I was really impressed. She has uh, been pursuing her master's degree in social work. Uh, at age 27, Amy, you have accomplished tremendously given the challenges that you have um could you share with our viewers what were the turning points for you when you as a growing up and having the disabilities that you were facing with
1: um just growing up as a child knowing i didn't have a normal childhood and i always needed help with everything and Mm -hmm. watching my friends and my older brother has different lifestyle than I. I knew I wanted the same, but I knew it would always be different.
0: How was it like going to school and uh, being with other children?
1: Um, going to school, I always had a private duty nurse with okay. me, so I always had an adult around me. But I was in a regular public school. Um, I was the only disabled student wheelchair at the school. Um, And, you know, I needed help with certain activities that Mm -hmm. other students would not need and kind of do every activity, Mm -hmm. you know. um, If I wanted to stay after school, I wasn't able to because there wasn't a a bus for me to bring me home. Mm -hmm. So challenges that people don't normally think about
0: That's very true. Uh, I think we, as growing up, we need a lot of help from a lot of sources. Mm -hmm. Uh, As uh, children, we are dependent on our parents and uh, our teachers and people around us. Um, In addition to all that, you had another set of challenges that you needed more help that most children would not. Ask for, and you wanted to play like other childrens would go out and play, etc. So, wh- how did you engage yourself in any playful activities?
1: Um, as a child, I was I played little league. Um, I grew up in East Brunswick, and they had a special needs little league for children with disabilities. So I wasn't part of that. Um, also, I just played with my friends on a handicap playground that was at my elementary school. Mm -hmm. And I just did whatever I could and re whatever needed to be
0: adapted. I admire you. It takes tremendous strength to feel, uh, despite whatever is going on, uh, emotionally to keep yourself moving on. Uh, Were there any uh, teachers and subjects when you were growing up? You took more interest in learning. Were there any particular areas that you wanted to learn and do something when you grow up?
1: I knew I always wanted to help people with disabilities. To okay. so help them and maybe one day not to help them so they would face the same challenges that I could and make it easier for people. So and help them from my experience in life.
0: Excellent. That's fabulous. And you had to uh, to keep that dream alive and to work towards that dream. So once you came from your uh, elementary school to middle school uh, to high school, uh, I'm sure that you faced different set of challenges all the way along. Yeah. What, what, really inspired you to keep moving on? Um,
1: My biggest inspiration um, was my mother. Um, Her role in life was to see me succeed and have a normal life as possible. Um, Without her, I don't think I'd be sitting here with you today talking about all my accomplishments. Um, She wanted to see me go to college and I went away to college, she wanted to see me work, and I got a full-time job after graduating college. She wanted to see me live on my own, and I, she helped me get my apartment. Wow. So is, I, my mom is the biggest inspiration.
0: She was not only your inspiration, your role model, your friend helped you through the Journey for you to be your own person,
1: right? And not only was she just my mom, but she was my advocate, my best friend, mm-hmm. my go-to person. And whenever I had a hard time, I know I had always held on her.
0: Mm-hmm. I would uh, like to ask you to share with our viewers: uh, there are many, many young people have either physical or emotional challenges, and most of them give up very soon. Uh, the help is available. They have supportive network of people around them. Uh, I would like to hear from you the challenges that you had either uh, in your school years. Uh, how would you face when you face them? How would you overcome them? What would you say to yourself? What would you say to others?
1: Huh. I just. I knew had to get done in order for me to succeed. And if I wanted as much as a normal life, you're gonna face the challenge, and you have to get through it. And once you get through it, everything will be okay and, like,
0: goes on. That's a wonderful thing to say. Uh, uh, we all have challenges. Mm-hmm. Regardless of our physical uh, conditions are, we are, Facing stressful uh, situations in life, uh, but having not being able to live as everyone else can, you you are dependent on your inner motivation, your strength, uh, your personal strength as much as you are depending on outside uh, to help you get through uh, wherever you are looking for your help. Um, What kind of uh, special help that you needed growing up in your school years, or now has anything um, been a big challenge for you? Um, I need help
1: with everyday living, um, such as bathing, showering, um, eating, and I still need help in that day. But you know, just. Getting around, once I'm in my wheelchair, I'm as independent as anybody else, so um, okay. I enjoy
0: it. Being on your own, in your own apartment, and that's quite an admirable, uh, so as a, as a um, uh, growing up child, uh, share something with our viewers were there any areas that you wanted to participate? You wanted to become active part part of, because of your challenges, you couldn't, and has have things changed uh, for s- people with uh, special needs now than when you were s- um, a student?
1: When I was in high school, um, there were a lot of clubs and activities, and I wasn't able to participate in them because there was no bus for me I to get home. Um, I don't know how it works now at the high school, but when I was in college, I was able to participate in clubs and activities. I was part of the community service fraternity, and in my last year, I was president of the fraternity. I was part of the social work club since my major and career in social work. So. As college, was more of my opportunity to grow and find myself like most people do in high school.
0: I see. So in other words, uh, uh, you were able to uh, participate actively in your college years more than you were able to in school, Mm -hmm. and uh, mainly because of uh, not having uh, the transportation or the resources that you needed available to you. Great, great. Um, what were some of the activities that you wanted to participate in that sh- attracted you? Um,
1: and I, just um clubs, like, I don't really remember the exact Kay. clubs, but, you know, I, I remember they had working with students with disabilities, mm-hmm. and um, they also had, like, I don't know like drama club or anything that I was able to participate in that I could have done or interview that I would have enjoyed.
0: But mm-hmm. it was hard. You said drama club, um, do you like I like reading going about
1: Broadway shows
0: you like those? Mm-hmm. Um, any any uh, particular one that you were really moved by or inspired um, by?
1: My favorite Broadway show is like Mr. Oh
0: really? Mm-hmm. Great. Great, it's a great show, Yeah. Okay, um, so uh, I, I want to step back a little bit uh, back before uh, you started college. Uh, so applying for college, selecting for college, and I'm sure that you have gone through a process. It must have been an exhausting process for you yeah. and your family, your parents as well. Uh, could you share something about what the type of challenges that you had Uh, for the type of programs you wanted to do and where to find them?
1: Well, when going to um, looking at school, we had to look not only at the academics, but also their disability office and Mm -hmm. how they would support me in my needs. Okay. Um, If they provided care for me, personal care, Mm -hmm. or, you know, transportation to classes, um, also, you know, learning disability mm-hmm. services, what they offered, tutoring and all okay. that kind of stuff. It mm-hmm. wasn't just about through my life the campus. I had to make sure the campus was accessible and I could get into every building that I needed to. Okay. Um, you know, and just if it was close to home in case I needed to come home for some reason. Mm-hmm. Um, things like that you know, that normal students don't look like at. They normally have like the campus if they like it. Yes. They have their major and they can
0: program. That's it. Yes. so it's a completely different set of selection process. Mm-hmm. Uh, plus, you wanted to make sure the programs are that you were interested in are available. Even though the amenities that you wanted were available, but you wanted to be enrolled in a certain program, right. etc. So. So it must have been a quite exhausting process. It was. And you mentioned that your mother was instrumental helping you through this process as yes. well. Uh It's so outstanding. Um, tell us about your college experience. So... My college experience, I went to
1: Edinburgh University of mm-hmm. Pennsylvania. Okay. And they have a special program with students with disabilities where they provide 24-hour care on um, Personal care in the dorm. Mm-hmm. Um, they also had aids to help students with their homework, but not the actual homework, but, like, physically. Like, if somebody had to do a lot of writing, okay. the aid would help with the writing. Or some of my friends had turn a page in a book, mm-hmm. so they would help turn a page in a book. They also had meal aids. So if you went to the cafeteria, mm-hmm and you couldn't get your food on the line. They would get the food for you, for if you. If you need help to feed yourself, mm-hmm. they would help feed yourself. Um, and that was the main reason why I picked Edinburgh, because it offered so much. And when I was out there, I was finally on my own. I didn't have a nurse with me all the time. And I remember one night I called my mom and I said, I love it here. I'm my own woman. I can be who I want and do what I want.
0: I'm sure she must have cried with yeah. tears of joy, yes, yeah. she was yes i i could I could do, uh, visualize that yeah. uh she must have been so proud.
1: she was very proud and happy that we were all, sending me away. She never imagined you know sending me eight hours away from.
0: And you know, I have two children, and both lived away from home at campus. Um, I wanted to speak to them every day, and uh, they didn't. <laughs> <laughs> and I can imagine, as a parent, uh, it's it's quite tough to let your children go, and especially having knowing that you would need uh, help around you whenever you need it. And I'm sure it must have taken a lot of courage for her or your parents to send you away as well.
1: I remember when she dropped me off, you know, parents normally drop you off, help you on back, and they leave. My mom actually stayed a whole week because she was so nervous. Mm-hmm.
0: She was nervous to leaving you alone, mm-hmm. and I think uh, as a parent, I can comment mm-hmm. uh, that uh, we always are overprotective of our children, and I she needed to to comfort herself to yeah. leaving her, you uh, by yourself. Yeah. I admire you. You you have c- done a tremendous job mm-hmm. uh, to bring you where you are in your journey, and. Uh, T- tell us a little bit. Uh, you mentioned you had gone to uh, Israel. Yes.
1: Um, I went on my birthright
0: yes. trip. Um, mm-hmm.
1: My grandma actually found it, an ad in the newspaper for a trip for people with disabilities. Okay. Um, and I applied and got in. Um, this act, I went right after my mom passed away, and it, I was still breathing and I didn't really want to go, but everybody encouraged me to go, and mm-hmm. I, it was the best trip of my life, and when I went to the Western Wall, mm-hmm. I feel like my mom was with me, and I know she always wanted to bring me there, and when I was there, even though she wasn't there with me physically. She, she was me. there with you. Yeah. Okay.
0: Uh, tell us a little bit more about the trip. Um, what was the... Uh,
1: we went like, rafting in the Jordan water.
0: Okay. We went, like,
1: um, they had adapted zip down mm-hmm. the mountain. Um, we took a tour of the old city and just learned about the country and, and the history. history as Jewish people.
0: And
1: mm-hmm. it, I hope one day I can go back. It was so pretty and <laughs> I
0: enjoyed it. Yes. Uh, so you must have made quite a few friends. Uh, new friends in your college here and yeah. during this trip. Do you stay in touch with them?
1: Oh uh, yes. Um that that's me and I am going back to the college from one of my friends' weddings. So wow. I you know, I I keep in touch with them. And, mm-hmm. Um Israel, um I actually met with one of my friends who growing up, we went to sleep away here together mm-hmm. and we ended up on the trip together. Oh, okay. So that See. that was nice.
0: Too, so. so get in mm-hmm. touch with them, okay. Uh, w- what other uh, challenges that you experience uh, along with your classmates and things, and help you uh, m- become even stronger person?
1: Um, you know, it's a lot of work, like everybody, but, mm-hmm. you know, I have more to deal with than the average person, and, you know, I just take one step at a time, and, you know, it's, you know, I have to learn to ask for help, you know, when I was on my own, like, I was always used to having somebody, you know, take off my jacket or help me get my books out, like, I had to ask the student next to me, you know, can you help me with my jacket, my books, and, you know, everything, and it turns out him and I became great friends, and, Two years ago, I went to his wedding. It. So it's interesting how you make friends just Absolutely. by asking for
0: help. Absolutely, and it's a lesson for all of us. We need to take one thing at a time, and I need to do that too. Sometime, <laughs> you know, we uh, in our corporate world, we become so accustomed to multitasking, but then I snap out that and just take one thing at a time, and that's a good good uh, advice, Amy. Um, I wanna ask you, what inspires you inside? What does uh, comes back to you, that inspires you to move on and to well, pursue
1: I, I said my mom, um, mm-hmm.
0: um her
1: role in life was to see me succeed and I see other people with disabilities succeed and I just wanna do that. I wanna have as normal life as I can. I have and older a brother who's living on his own in New York City and has his own apartment as well and has a good job and he's successful and I want to be as successful as him. Despite my disability, I want to have a normal life. I want, you know, one day I'd like to get married and have my own family. And I just want every American dream I want to see.
0: You have come a long way. If your mom was here today, what would you say that say to you today?
1: Look at me now. Like my mom never thought I'd made it to college. She never thought I'd find a job and mm-hmm. I don't think I ever thought came to her that I'd go to graduate school. You know And, and you have. And I am and
0: and you're finishing up on your masters? Yes. Yeah. And uh, I know that you are uh, working with NJID.
1: Yes.
0: Tell us a little bit about
1: it. I started working with NJID as an AmeriCorps member Mm -hmm. in one of their adult training centers. Mm -hmm. Um, I would help the Hawaiians, mostly the senior citizens. They have a project there where they cut coupons for an army base in Germany, and I would help them do that, help them on the computer and teach them things. And then after I graduated college, um, they offered me a position as the AmeriCorps enhancement counselor. And basically I would help any AmeriCorps member with a disability with accommodations that they might need to help them have a successful um, term of service. And in order for me to do that, the Hessler Foundation gave NJID a grant in order for me to help them.
0: Excellent. Is, uh, uh, is there any help that uh, you need f- to pursue your uh, certification or your uh, um, right to become a uh, social worker? Or are you finding any challenges to complete your um
1: you know, I had to do my internship and I struggled mm-hmm. a little there. Um, but for the most part I'm doing good, you know, I just wanna get my masters and hopefully find a social work position with helping either children or people with disabilities and yes. mm-hmm. help teach them from what my life experience and how they can learn from life
0: i'm sure there is a lot of people who would watch this show would get a um inspiration for what you have accomplished you are truly an inspiration to many of us um i really admire you uh, for what you have uh, done uh, thus far and i wish you a lot of luck mm-hmm. uh, i would like to ask you would you if there is one advice that you can give it to our viewers what would that be
1: Never give up and don't let anybody tell you can't do something. As long as you put your mind to it and you know you want it, go will get it. I'm a big believer in uh, a no as my dad would say. I'm a no getter If I want something, I'm going to get it done.
0: That's a good advice, Amy. Oh, we, uh, we need uh, to remind ourselves, if we need something, we need to set our minds to it. And go for it. Yes, that's the most
1: important. Yes,
0: Amy. It has been pleasure talking to you. Thank you. I wish you a lot of success. Thank you very okay. much. Thank you for having me. You're very welcome. And I leave my viewers with some food for thought in the famous words of Henry Ford: "Whether you think you can, or you think you can't." Mm-hmm.